the Simplify MuseCast. I'm Farah, one of the muses here at Simplify, and I'm here with Jill. Hi, everyone. And Suji. Hello, everybody. And Shannon, who is brand new to us here at Simplify. We're really excited to have her, and I wanted to get her, give her a chance to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Shannon Beck. I live in the Midwest, and I've been homeschooling my kids for about seven years now. Uh, I'm currently navigating the college application process with my oldest, and my youngest is a freshman in high school this year, and I'm really excited to be with Simplify. We're glad to have you. So let's dive into it. Uh, it's a topic that I know is uh, right on Shannon's mind, <laughs> the common application what it is and how it works, tips for navigating it, everything you need to know. So Jill, will you start us off and tell us what is the common application? I know that when most of us were applying to school, this didn't even exist. Right. The common application or common app as it is known is a college admission application that many students use to apply to schools. Um, it's called common application because it's so common and it's accepted at over 700 universities. There's other apps out there, including, um, and some that we've talked about here, the UC app, the Coalition app, um, QuestBridge. But the Common app is the most used one, and it is one that your homeschooler will most likely have to use. So it's good to know what it is and to be ready for it. So uh, Suji, can you tell us about the counselor documents? What are they, and what are some tips for uploading them and writing them, creating them? Right. Um, I know that when it comes to counselor documents, that's one of the things that makes most homeschooling parents very nervous. So I wanted to reassure you and let you know um, it's okay. Don't get all worked up about it. It can be done slowly, but if you were to start with the counselor documents, I would start off first with a very rough high school transcript and followed by the course descriptions. And later on, when you're feeling a little bit more relaxed, work on the school profile. And if you would like to send a letter of recommendation for your own uh, homeschool student to the colleges, you can write a counselor letter. So basically, there are four parts to that. That's the high school transcript, the course descriptions, the school profile, and the counselor letter. Now the high school transcript, it really helps to have at least a rough draft at first so that your student can use that to enter the coursework into the application. The course descriptions is something that you can do at the end of every semester or every academic year, depending on how you um, basically run your homeschool. So if your student took certain classes a semester, at the end of that semester, just write a very brief write-up about what the courses included. That would include key topics, the books that you used, um, if you outsourced it to maybe uh, an online provider, the name of the instructor would be helpful usually. If it was a community college class or an, a university dual enrollment class, you would want to state the name of the institution and the number of credit hours. It, those are all just very helpful information to have so that when colleges are reading these descriptions, they have a rough idea what the equivalency of that course might be to courses that students across the country take, for example. And then the school profile basically will include um, some very quick 
details about your school you can say things like you know why you homeschooled and um, what are some demographic information in your local school district this just helps the colleges to kind of you know compare your homeschool to the schools in your own school district just to get an idea about the background and for the counselor letter now that's my favorite that is your opportunity to talk about your student and what i like to recommend is it's you know as parents we're always very proud of our kids um, but it would be also good to have any validating information, like if a, an instructor said something about your child, you know, oh, I really liked how this student asked questions in class and was genuinely interested in the material. Now, that is something that might be nice to include, you know, just a quotation to say this so-and-so instructor mentioned this. So these are just the four um, primary documents that you want to think about as a homeschooling parent. Uh, to upload into the common application. It sounds like keeping good records throughout your high school career is one of, it's, this is yet another time that that comes back and is important. Jill, did you have some thoughts about that? Yeah, I just want to reiterate how important that is. So even, you know, when you have freshmen, you're not really thinking too far ahead sometimes to, you know, because it seems so far away, the college application process, you know, you've got three or four years. But it's really good to, you know, keep those course descriptions to update it as you go through the year and, and through each year. So when it comes time to do the Common App, you're not overwhelmed and you're not, you know, tight on time. You have it all there in front of you and you can get it down fairly easy. I was really struck, Suji, by uh, you mentioning uh, it's supporting evidence, that's the kind of thing that you don't remember to keep, especially going back to you know ninth and 10th grade sometimes. So that's a really good tip. Uh, so Shannon, I understand you're gonna tell us about the essays a little bit. I am. So the one dreaded part of the application for most students is the essay. Thankfully, Common App releases the essay topics for the next year, usually around February. So students have a lot of time to look through the choice of topics and pick the one that they feel they can write the best essay for. I encouraged my student to pick two because we ran into a problem where some schools ask for a supplemental essay. And the topics sometimes overlap. So if you picked a topic from the Common application, it it might be the same as the supplemental essay for a particular university. And the university will want two different essays. So it's, it's a good idea to, to focus on maybe two topics from the Common App so that you can yeah. make sure that you don't have overlap. We ran yeah. into that and it was, it was a little bit upsetting for my student, but he got through it. I agree with that. And also there is a lot of schools that ask for a supplemental essay not all of them do, but you're going to run into a few that do. And so every time my student writes one, we save it. He has Google Drive and he just saves it on theirs. Because a lot of times the supplemental essay question is very similar from school to school. So he can go back to his original essay and just edit it slightly to work for a different college. So it's always good to save those essays. And, yep. Suji, you have some thoughts about the essays? I just wanted to add a very quick tip. This was, you know, anecdotal. I mean, it, it's it's a real life experience. Um, a student actually did not apply to a college because of the supplemental essay. And this happened because this specific college, the supplemental question, um, it was very obvious that you have to have visited the campus 
in order to be able to write it well. So the student could not budget that time to visit the campus and decided to pull out of applying to that campus just because of the supplemental essay. So I just wanted to mention that, um, you know, just so some students can have the heads up. Yeah, it's always good to look at those supplemental essay questions as soon as you can. Does anybody have any other tips about the essay process particularly? I found it hard to write the counselor essay about my student um, because as a homeschooled parent, you, you know, it's so hard, you know, him so intimately, you know, him as a parent, right. you know, him as a teacher, you know, and you don't want to sound like you're just bragging because they're your kid. Right. And, yeah. and I think that honestly is the hardest one to write. So you might want to spend some time <laughs> doing that. You may have to do some rewrites, you know, you got your own homework too during this process. Um, I think it's a very important essay. You might want to reach out to other homeschool parents and see what they came up with. I found that helpful. And uh, good luck, you know. We can do it, you know, you can do it. It's just, it is a process. Yeah, I wanted to say something about that. I found it very helpful to start with three qualities about my student. So when I thought about three qualities, you know, it might be something like inquisitive, persistent, um, thoughtful. Okay, so that kind of helped me to focus my essay so that I didn't go off into all the little stories about how we homeschooled, you know, which I'm sure, you know, admissions officers don't have time to read about. So it helps to keep it focused and, you know, think about three points or think about five points, but keep it very short. Another question that I get asked very often um, is how long should that counselor letter be? And that can be very personal. Uh, you want to think about how admissions officers don't have a lot of time to read five pages. So you might want to keep it within one or two pages if you can. One of the tricks that I found was um, being able to reduce the font size by half a point <laughs> actually helps. <laughs> or you want to reduce the line spacing, you know, from, from double to single. That helps a lot. Uh, so these are just some little things to think about. I think that's a really good point. I think the length of it, you shouldn't get caught up in that too much, you know, but you do, you do want to not come, you know, you don't want a 10 page essay and some parents do have that, you know, short and sweet is sometimes better, especially if it gets to the point about your student, you know, but at the most, I'd say two pages, wouldn't you, Suji? I mean, yeah, I, I would try to keep it within two. I know some yeah. parents have gone up to three, three and a half, but that might have been because they had something very compelling to say, and that should yeah, be fine. Yeah, special situation, yeah. Right, just just try to, you know, <laughs> that's why, like Jill said, you know, you don't want to submit your very first counselor letter draft. You want to think about it for a while, step away from it, you know. It helps to have a, a discussion with your kid or maybe after you've had an argument with your kid, you decide, oh, I don't want to say too much about my kid after all, you know. So just, just give it some time. That helps. Do you guys have any other final nuts and bolts advice for parents on the Common App? Yes, I wanted to say a little bit about uploading the counselor documents. Um, the Common App does give you a lot of opportunity. They give you up to four spaces to upload different documents. Some families, they find that it's helpful or practical to combine the transcript and the cost description into one 
file and uh, just keep it within 2000 kilobytes. It has to be in a PDF format. That would be good to have a PDF format or you can just include a Google Drive link. Um, some parents have mentioned to me how their files ended up being very, very large. Um, you can go to a website call, called smallpdf.com and that website allows you to compress your documents further and usually that's been very helpful. And um, you can also upload your school profile. There is a separate section for that. Um, it's very easy. The, the portal makes it very easy to upload these documents. If you have any issues at all, um, at Simplify, we've done this ourselves personally for our own kids and for our clients so many different times. So you can always give us a holler and you know we can work on formatting documents too. Um, I would say that was a lot of good advice, um, Suji. And I would just add, save everything you do because some schools don't take the Common App. You may, you, you know, apply somewhere else that doesn't, and you probably can reuse a lot of this on their applications. I also had another thought, actually. I remember some parents telling me that the homeschool applicants sometimes have a different process to follow. So it might be a very, very good thing to do to contact the colleges that you're interested in and ask them if they want you to upload the documents on the portal as well as mail in a copy. Because I've heard a few parents say that just for the homeschoolers, for some reason, the colleges want a mailed in copy. So just be aware of that. It's always good to check in with the admissions committee um, for each college just to see if you left something out that might be important. It sounds like the common app is common, but you still have to look at the requirements of each individual university and college, even though you have this one application process as well. Right. I know some parents, you know, they're really good at winging it. Uh, for me personally, it was very helpful to have a spreadsheet. And in the spreadsheet, I noted down the name of the college, the deadlines, um, the things like fees to pay for the application, and all the little quirky little things that each college wanted. So it was very helpful to have that spreadsheet to refer to. The, another thing too that I just found out today, I don't know why, I didn't know this before, but you can sign back into your counselor account and just click on your student and then there's like a little icon. Shannon, did you see that? I don't know what it is. It's kind of like a square with some lines on it next to your student. And then that opens up all the schools they've applied to and like if there's anything required and like, mm -hmm. what, do you know that Shannon? Did you see that? Yes, I did see that. You can check, make sure all that they've, they've submitted all the things that they need to submit as well. Right. So you can kind of keep a tabs on it a little bit without like signing into their account or anything because that's their business but to just see what's going on well this is a ton of great information and i think that uh hopefully i i feel more prepared now heading into high school you got four years kids. you got four years that's right <laughs> exactly <laughs> time i'm hopefully the process won't have changed too much right <laughs> so that's it for us thank you guys and thanks for listening the MuseCast is brought to you by Simplify Homeschool and College Counseling. Visit our website at www.simplify4u.com. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-F-Y and then the number 4-Y-O-U.com. Our intro and outro music was composed by Decca Harper. You can find his music on Bandcamp, 
production assistance by Truffaut Harper. Join us next week when we discuss, and we didn't pick anything, you guys. I don't know. So we're going to have to we'll edit that back know. in. It will be it's a mystery surprise. topic. <laughs> it's a mystery topic. It's because the holidays are coming up. We didn't, yeah. Yeah, we didn't plan ahead well if enough. If anyone has <laughs> suggestions, email us. Oh, oh I like that. that. Okay, so let's not edit this. Let's leave it in, and people can hear. Sometimes <laughs> we're unprepared, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. We take requests. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Bye-bye.